0: Hello everybody, this is Joe Robbins, and I have done my first podcast. There should be possibly some cheers for this, but I'm suffering from (laughs) imposter syndrome, so I have no idea if it's any good. I just listened back to the whole thing. It was an easy interview with my wife, or what I would call an easy interview, because I know her well, Um, and I've been sort of experimenting on her for many years, in the sense of picking in through her mind and trying to understand how she's wired Comparing it to myself and others and just seeing what's what. Um, it was a good interview. I, I liked it. I had fun doing it. Um, hopefully she did too. Um, it sounded like she did and it was interesting to kind of hear her get confidence across the interview and and talk more candidly about her experiences um, as she progressed. Um, I'm interested in doing this with other people uh, and and kind of getting the what I might, might be more of the challenge out of it in the sense that there might be challenges back towards what I'm thinking or, or how I'm approaching it. Um, but again, I'm still working on the format and I reckon there's gonna be a fair few of these before I actually get it right. Um, nevertheless, the whole idea right now is very simple. Let's just have some conversations about some candid experiences with some buckets of, uh, you know, concepts or, or def- defined areas of thinking going on. And then we can um, try to understand what those things can be for individuals and understand how those affect you um, as well in order to kind of create a dialogue in yourself to potentially make those external changes that you're you're looking for or that you maybe didn't know you had or whatever it is. I mean, I don't really know what that is going to be, but. I'm hoping what's in, you know, the takeaway from these podcasts are it's a reflection type thing. You listen, you think about yourself, you learn a bit, you try some of the stuff out that, you know, maybe I'm doing or what other people do in order to uh, deal with what maybe is just this human condition um, thing we're all stuck with, which is that (laughs) perseverance of time passing by until you eventually get to the end game. Um, which is morbid, but it's the reality of all of our lives. We're 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 here. We're doing. We're with it, um, and we got to make the most of it. And to me, making the most of it is you know pushing against the walls and the boundaries and trying to understand better how I can how I can fit in here. Um, so I'm hoping that you guys are listening in. Again, uh, feedback uh, where possible. Uh, those that are probably listening to this already know how to get a hold of me uh, because it'll be a closed group of people. Um, this interview is an hour long and uh, yeah I don't think it's rambly um, but I think that it is an hour long and so therefore you may or may have commitment issues with it it's okay I understand if you can't commit to that amount of time um, I am going to try to you know tighten up the format a bit but again I like the organic conversations um, you know in an interview format and I don't um, necessarily uh, disagree with the timeline but uh, again fair warning it's an hour long and uh yeah i appreciate it thanks everybody so hey how's it going good how are you good tell the audience who you are
1: i am Haley Rubens, so your wife and uh, yeah that's me
0: that's all you are, you're just my wife?
1: I am just your wife Well, <laughs>
0: welcome to the first show and thanks for being my first guest
1: well, cool.
0: Um, I guess we plug it as Unplug Yourself, the podcast Yes Yeah, okay, cool um, We have a flyover airplane in our studio today Thank Sounds you Sounds really nice Oh, is it a... No, that's a helicopter maybe
1: Yeah, I think it is It's probably doing yeah. something, searching for someone, maybe
0: Yeah, searching for someone mm-hmm. Who are they searching for? Someone like could be lost. Are lost, are lost, lost. in the, lost in the, in the yeah, wilderness that yeah, we have just outside right, our backyard. Wild, right, yeah. <laughs> where, are, where we're in the middle of nowhere.
1: Well, we're not in the middle of nowhere, but we do have that big <laughs> ass track down there that goes uh, in the bushland.
0: Right, okay, yeah. So they're searching for people. Yes. A person, one person, singular lost. Yeah, I just think one person. Where they're on the Great Northern Walk, <laughs> Yeah. they got lost.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: And how did they know they were lost? They didn't come home they from their morning hike.
1: Yes. Oh. We have a lot of old people that You've do got these morning You've got murder mystery on your mind. I do, don't I? Yeah. I'm yeah. like, woo.
0: Cool. All right. Well, let's get into it a little bit here. So let's start with uh, telling me one piece of gossip about yourself <sighs> that no one would know.
1: I've always wanted to be a singer, but I'm terrible at it, so... Is that gossip?
0: I don't know. That you're a terrible singer?
1: Well, we know (laughs) I'm a terrible singer. (laughs) Um, I secretly am obsessed with CrossFit, like obsessed, obsessed.
0: Yeah. That is definitely like
1: an obsession. Obsession. Like when I
0: hang out with people, that's what we gossip about with you. About well, I don't you. behind have much your back, grass. we gossip all about it all the time. <laughs>
1: like, what <laughs> kind of gossip do you want? Then no, no,
0: that's good. That's good. Hey, like these are <laughs> little things, little little fess ups, a little bit of gossip about you. Junkie for CrossFit, mm-hmm. like over the top.
1: Like over the top. I feel like and, I'm over the top.
0: And it. it wants to be a singer. Wanted to be a singer, but is a horrible singer.
1: Yes like dreamed of being a singer like big i don't know i just wanted to be what was the vision for me i wanted to be in in broadway i wanted wanted to be in broadway a broadway
0: is a stage singer
1: yeah i didn't want to do pop star that wouldn't been for me i would have broken under the pressure in like five seconds
0: so because it's different than broadway singing
1: well i don't know i feel like i've always loved theater and musicals and stuff like that so. so
0: the passion of it would remove the mm. pressure of it because you just want to be there
1: yeah i don't think i could make albums
0: you couldn't make an album no. what about a broadway album
1: well the music's already there so oh is it right music yeah no oh, that's I'm interesting i have to think about huh.
0: it interesting yeah i've heard you sing with your headphones on yes yeah, it's, it's a rough experience I know. it's very very ridiculous uh <laughs> that's well that's interesting right. all right cool well uh i think we'll uh we'll leave it there with that bit of gossip mm-hmm. And then move on to the next question, which is, what do you do for a crust? But since you don't understand what that means, <laughs> I didn't know what, that meant. what do you do for a living? What is your well, job? I
1: have a few different jobs. Yeah, what are so they? So I work for Dyson, um, Monday to Friday. I'm the receptionist slash PA of the finance director. Um, so I do two two jobs so I run um reception kind of run the office and then i also look after byron who's the finance uh director and yeah just make sure he gets to all his meetings and does what he does and then my ha- side hassle which everyone says is a new thing What's a new
0: thing? A side
1: hustle? Oh, yeah, side. Oh, the
0: they've way been around a long I time. know, but your uh, side hustle
1: though. No, but or
0: everyone has to have a side hustle. Side hustle. hustle. Oh, I the way see what they're you're saying. saying it. Yeah, yeah. You
1: know, yeah. it's not my second job, it's like side hustle. Yeah, oh yeah, um, everybody's got a lot of side, yeah, hustles. You know,
0: side this hustle. This podcast is a side it's hustle.
1: Side hustle. Yeah. Um, so I'm a hair and makeup artist. Um do weddings, photo shoots, mm. um, helping out with Dyson with all their stuff as well. Um, yeah. I don't know, I'm like loving both worlds, so I'm kind of torn on which way I want to go, but I'm just loving how
0: well, I think the truth of the matter is is that you love the makeup world, but yes. that's been much uh probably a clearer dream than the becoming that's a Broadway singer,
1: yes. So comparing the two,
0: <laughs> you, your achievements have been very different in those two categories, right? Not so right. we probably you know want to make a call out that that also is a dream that, is that also you're all a living dream. out in, in, a, in a way, right? Yes.
1: I feel like I'm a bit lazy with it sometimes, so I'm not pushing myself as mm-hmm. far as I should be with it. And I'm kind of content, maybe is the word, but you know. Is I it
0: content know. or complacent?
1: Complacent, maybe.
0: Do you know the difference? Maybe, maybe (laughs) content would be that you're just kind of happy enough with it, that it's good enough. Complacent means that you're kind of like, like kind of phoning it in. You're not putting in as much effort into doing it as you could do. Mm -hmm. uh, But it's kind of all right. It's similar to being content, but it's more around, like I would say, and this is just my view of the world, a Joe's view of the world, that it's you kind of phone it in a bit. You're like, yeah, I could do more. Yeah, I don't really, you know, whatever. It's like what you always say about it. It's like, oh, I don't know. How, I, I got to put more effort into my business. And then I never do it. But anything. then that definition of whatever this business is <laughs> is something that doesn't make sense to you, so it's very hard to get to it, when very in reality tough. you're like doing it, but it's just not <laughs> no. exactly what you thought it was going to be. So no. then you're like, I'm not doing it well. And I'm like, well, that's not how it works. You know, the whole thing about building something is, you know, taking it down its organic path, right? Yes. So, interesting. Um, why did you pick... Makeup as a side hustle?
2: Um,
1: as I said, I've always loved the theater and uh, movies and stuff like that. So I think, as I said, wanted to be singer, dancer. Much more better at dancing than singing, but I didn't put in the effort and I started really late, so I, I just never made it out there. Um, so I just kind of always wanted to be in the creative side and everything like that. So I've always loved and the beauty side of movies and theater and everything like that. So it was my next step to what I wanted to do in my life, I guess. So to be in that area still, still creating, still changing people but not changing them completely and, you know.
0: Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. How long have you been doing the makeup?
1: Oh, I was thinking about this before. I think it's like nearly... Well, I finished my course in about five years, no, four or five years ago. So, I've been on and off doing it since then.
0: Yeah. And progressively getting bigger and bigger types of jobs or... Yeah.
1: As I said, like sometimes, some like over the years, some years have been busier or some months have been busier than I thought it was going to be mm-hmm. um, kind of thing. So, I'm just kind of like, I don't know. Like I feel like with the Dyson stuff, definitely... Um, but either side stuff, like my own stuff,
2: mm.
1: me getting like booked myself, i no. I feel like I'm being more of an assistant at the moment, which I'm fine with because mm-hmm. it gets me out there. And as I said, I haven't thought of a way to...
0: But you know it's okay to say that you're not happy with just getting booked as an assistant, right? That you want to get the other side of which is primary booking, right? Yeah. Like- it's okay. Like nobody... Nobody's really going to care if you're selfish about it, right? You know that's all right. You're yes. a little bit selfish because you still respect the assistant work. That's oh, I not, love, there's no question about love
1: that. love doing yeah. the assistant work. Yeah. And I know that could end up being something big, especially um, with Liv, um, who I assist a lot with. Mm-hmm. Um, I could grow out and become one of her like business as well, so that means I can go off and do weddings if she can't do it, kind of right. thing.
0: To kind of like showcase that you're capable of, yeah, not necessarily filling the shoes specifically, but being a part of her ecosystem, yeah, which like, I would love. Like, I mean, she feels confident, yeah, yeah, build up that confidence in you, yeah. But that's been cool, though, right? Some yeah, I love working with her, right? yeah,
1: she's amazing. Mm.
0: But you said you you were torn between that and your day job, right?
1: Well, I love my day job at the moment.
0: What about your nine to five, <laughs> Monday know. through Friday job? Do you love? What's the deal there? I
1: don't know. I don't know. I'm loving maybe the opportunities I'm getting out of Dyson more mm. than what I have with all my other nine to five jobs or my other head Wait, well, okay, jobs. okay. So what, let's and stuff
0: go backwards. Like go backwards. The last job before Dyson receptionist was.
1: Receptionist at Charterhouse. Which
0: is like a recruiting company. Recruiting in company. recruitment as a receptionist. And then prior to that, you were working
1: at... At um, Tribe Hair as a front of house.
0: So a receptionist for a hair a salon. salon. And then prior to that, you were in...
1: Hairdressing. Yeah. As like an tam- apprentice, right? Yeah, As
0: an apprentice. Yep. And that was... That was That was, that was horrendous. I That's just yeah. I was talking about that the other day, actually.
2: That's really um, bad. Because
0: Ness from Hockey... She yes. went through the um, the same program. She became a certified hairdresser. Yeah. I had to do the TAFE thing one day a week. Went and worked yeah, and yeah. spent a year and a half just sweeping floors and and then she had two sides. It was an interesting conversation. Hey should catch up with her about it. Just had you know swap some more stories about that I friendship. Will. I will. Um, Right. So your evolution, really, if you think about your professional evolution, then well, I mean, what was it prior to that? You're like working in retail, right? Like Target. Yes. And yeah. Retail.
1: Like that, yeah. A lot of retail stuff and right. hospitality.
0: Hospitality. Mm-hmm. Service. Yes. Did you like that?
1: Uh, depends on what it was, what I was doing. I liked doing the bar work, right. like serving our coal and mm. doing all that. Everything else I hated.
0: Mm. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. So always been, I guess in a weird way, you've always been a service person though, really. Like yes. you're, you're all about your personality. Yes. Your personality is all... the thing yeah. that you use to, to then do the jobs. Yes right okay cool and now you've landed in dyson mm-hmm. which is i guess like from the outside looking in a pretty sweet deal it's pretty because good. they really you know care about <laughs> you do. being like something yeah which is a different yes a and different I think version of like work for
2: you
1: that's why i like it i haven't oh, well no i haven't really had anyone or any company really go you're really amazing let's push you to do other stuff yeah kind of thing you well, know.
0: it's not often when you look at your history where you're going to find a job where they're like, "Hey, you know, we think that you've got something, and we mm. want to, you know, make you shine with whatever we can do." Right? Yeah. Well, you found that in this job. Yes. I was talking to somebody we both know. Okay. Who works at Dyson? Yeah, nee. we, oh, like, <laughs> we don't know what to do. We drop the names. But he was saying that you're in your new role and you're sitting in big dog meetings now.
2: Yes, I was. And that you,
0: were, that you get to talk in the big meetings
2: as well. <laughs> a little bit. But yeah. yeah. That's
0: pretty crazy. <laughs> he was super impressed. He was like, he's like, I just want to take a second and talk <laughs> about how crazy, awesome she's she is. At like how much she's accomplished. Right. Yeah. You think about what you've done in the last year yeah. to get where you are. And boom, here you are sitting in a C-level, like senior level management yeah. regional thing yeah. and you're actually given some feedback yes you got a bit of a, a bit of your own microphone inside of there
1: a little bit did yeah did you
0: ever see that happening in your life no right
1: no. no so
0: I mean okay so before we unpack like that kind of an idea right which is really a lot about what yes. the show is about let's answer the last couple of questions before we kind of get into the, the whole big things right so the last I guess the sort of about you type mm-hmm. stuff right, the question I'll be asking is, is um, would you say you're happy in your life yes and why is that? No, no. You can't just say yes and get out of
2: it. <laughs> yes. Yes, yes. Yes, 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 yes,
1: yes. Um, it's, I think, how far I've become now as a person and a woman and strength and, um, you know, the capability of being able to do the stuff that I never thought I could be able to do mm. and stuff like that. So I think, you know, I'm a stress head and I stress about everything. So That's true. But I am very happy in my life and how we, us as a family and the boys mm. and, um, you know, my work life and, you know, I can be a little stressful and down on my makeup, but because I can compare myself with other people, which I need to stop mm. or compare how my services were when I do them, but I still am very happy in what I'm doing. So, mm. you know, I always have days and my good days, but mm. I love how yeah. my life is, and I'd never expected to be exactly where I am. Well, that's now.
0: lucky because you're my wife. So if you weren't happy in your life and you <laughs> dropped that bomb here right now, that would be a bit rough for all of us. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, these are all like soft passes, aren't they? Yes. Oh, I am happy. Oh, that's good. Um, all right. So we're going to kind of dig into the survey a little bit. Um, yeah. Not the detail of it. We'll probably talk about a couple of bits and pieces, and I don't really know how this is going to go. Mm-hmm. But um, the survey is sort of the crux of the conversation. But – really um and i guess you're these are again soft passes for you on questions mm-hmm. um but it's around you know have you ever heard that the the concept of self talk
1: yes okay. i'm really bad at it let's well, just
0: say that well the concept of have you heard of <laughs> yes you're diagnosing yourself as bad at it <laughs> yeah, why is that
1: cuz I, oh, I i don't know i just feel like i am my worst enemy in my brain so i will compare myself to other people i would compare my work like i'll be happy with it and then and this i'm talking about makeup and hair like i'll look back at it and go oh, i loved it loved it and then look back at it and go no i hate it like i should have done that better i should do this mm. better so i put myself down a bit more when i think i'm more passionate about something mm-hmm. or i'm more f- frightful or more fearful or it scares me and I don't want to be outside my comfort zone so I'm just kind of like oh I don't know if I want to do this mm. like maybe I'm not going to be good enough and everyone's going to you see know see it yeah right
0: that imposter system and then
1: and stuff, I right? Yeah, kind of go no 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 I don't mm. want people to see this but then I have to do it and mm. get out there and yeah
0: yeah well you had some pretty up. rough self talk today at CrossFit
1: yeah, I threw a water bottle.
0: You threw a water bottle in <laughs> anger. It was like 20 meters across <laughs> mean the box.
1: Throw it that far.
0: But you full head, <laughs> uh, chucked the water bottle pissed off. What was going on? Like let's unpack that a little bit cuz that was total self-talk, right?
2: You were in
0: – because self-talk is two things, right? Self-talk is just that inner monologue. Yeah. But there's two sides to it. There's positive self-talk, which builds you up, and then mm-hmm. there's the negative that pulls you down. Yeah. And ultimately, it's the warden for your own mind, which you're stuck with for the rest of your life, right? It's that little <laughs> person guarding the jail cell <laughs> door <laughs> saying, oh, you can't come out today. No. You will come out today, yes. right? And so you know, I think that the, the interesting part here is, is that you had a tough one. Yes. Right, and so like what? Like let's start with one thing around this. Let's break mm-hmm. it up a little bit. First off, you're trying to achieve something today with that, yes. right? So you said you're trying to set a quick goal around <laughs> the prescribed workout. Yes. Talk it out a little bit. What were you trying
1: um, to do? I think because I'm still not doing RX stuff. But because I'm getting okay, stronger So
0: let's remember that no one really listens to this And also they may not even know what CrossFit is True Rx is a prescribed level of say A movement or a weight or things of that nature Right so in this scenario we had to do Three specific movements One of them had a, w- a prescribed amount of weight for Rx like yep. a doctor No one's going to remember this but whatever
2: mm-hmm.
0: You were going for the prescribed weight Which yes. was heavier than normal for you yes. How much heavier was it? Then you would say you would have normally been. Three kilos? Three kilos. Yes. Okay. Okay. So that's the frustration. Yeah. Why can't I do three kilos?
1: (laughs) Why can't I do three kilos? Interesting.
0: Okay. So you were going for something heavier. Yes. And you were warming it up.
1: I was warming it up. I got to 40 and I was like, 40 kilos. (laughs) I was, um, yes. So I warmed up. I got to 40 kilos and I was like, I've hit that before. I felt strong in it. I'm like, okay, perfect. It's only three kilos. I can do this.
0: Three pulls, three three lifts. Yeah, three lifts. 40.
1: And then yeah. the prescribed weight was only three kilos heavier. So, so 43. 43. Like, so I was like, okay, cool. Let's do this. I put it on and it was horrendous. And I was like, okay, it's not terrible. And then I just got to a point where I just couldn't even like hit my legs to get under it. Like right. it just wasn't.
0: So it just broke down. It just broke this down. This is before we started, right?
1: Yeah. And then I, and then Britt was like, show, like my coach was like, show me how, how's it going. And then when I did it with her watching, it was perfect. And I was like, okay, Pressure sweet. On. Yeah. Cool. Let's do this. Yeah. And so I went outside to drop the weight.
0: Okay. So before we get past this, what was going on in your head? So what was the monster in your mind doing? So there would have been one version of this. Before you started lifting it, that was most likely positive because it yes. was pushing you up the hill to yes. get to where you wanted to go. Yes. So what were you thinking about when you were setting the goal to go, I'm going to go RX? What were you thinking about? What were you thinking about? Well, that?
1: I just wanted to go RX. I didn't mind how many rounds I could done. and you're everything- willing concede the, yeah, the thing, but
0: I want to I I hit this RX.
1: I want to do the whole workout RX.
0: And did you feel like you could do it before I you started?
1: I thought I could.
0: Right. Okay. That's cool. That's cool. <laughs> That. So then you started to lift it, and then we started to go for it. Right, it's we about went, basically about three, two, one, go. We're about ready to kick in.
1: We did. I did three of them. The first round did the first round. Went back to do it.
0: Couldn't. Right. So when you tried to do it, and then we, and the coach came in and did it. What were you? What was going through your head at that point? Nothing, were you starting to go it. negative? No. You were blank. Yeah. Blank, I don't believe you. Dunno,
1: <laughs> I don't know. It was just like just get this up. Because you started to
0: get negative and then Britt stepped in to help you. That's what I recall. Yes. And you were already going down the negative path. I can't lift it. And you were getting a bit <laughs> I can't lift this. And then Britt was like, Oh, let me help you. Let me let's have a look at it. And then you did it. Yeah. And then I was like, sweet. So you've done it, right? Yeah. Now I'm overriding you and I don't want to be the person who's saying what's in your mind. But that that to me feels like you were starting to flip flop a little bit, right? a little bit of back and forth between, okay, I'm letting the positive go, now I'm starting to feel the negative monster in my mind take over.
1: Yes, so I was getting, I guess when I, because I hit the 40 and I was like, okay, cool, I can do three extra kilos, it should be mm. fine. It's only three reps of it, so it'll be fine, it'll be painful, mm. like it's gonna hurt, but it'll, I can get through it. Yeah. It's all right if you take your time. I was going to do singles anyway, yep. Um. But it was just... I got to hitting it with my hips and it I just couldn't mm. get it up. Interesting. So I guess I did the first round when we started the workout. And I was like, okay, this is all right. Like, it was horrendous. Like yep. They were terrible. Um, but I was like, okay, well, that's fine. I'm doing it. And then I got to the second round and... For the rest of the workout, the first workout, I basically couldn't do the clean. But and you got
0: through one round.
1: I got through one round, and then. So
0: at the heavyweight. I, yes. We got through a com- in the. It was a three minute window to get mm-hmm. as many rounds as you could. Yes. So you had the heavyweight. Mhm. You did the three cleans at the heavyweight. Did the push six push ups nine squats. Yeah. And then you went back through to do another set of cleans again because it was like as many as you can do yep. in three minutes it was around. So and then all of a sudden I couldn't do it. Time was called and a water bottle flew through the <laughs> through the door from outside. So
1: basically I got to like, I think, 30 seconds before still trying to do the second round of these cleans. Haven't even done one round. So
0: you were just hung up trying to do one at that point yeah. for the remote.
1: And I couldn't couldn't do any more, so I was like got so angry just took all the weight off and went to 35 kilos and i knew i can do that because i've done it in workouts before
2: sure.
1: so i was like fine and i did three and then i was just like this is so annoying and then it basically had a right little hissy fit.
0: so full down cycle yeah like just boom what were you thinking about when it was going bad do you recall
1: i was just frustrated and angry So
0: frustrated and angry yeah. and were you were you saying um things of yourself were you targeting yourself In a negative
1: way? I don't think I was. It was just more, I was frustrated at the fact of I thought I could do it and I Mm. actually can't do
0: it. Right. So it was more just the like, I set this really awesome goal. I think I can do it. And then the... The shock and disappointment not of action get
1: that. Able to do
0: it. Yeah. I mean, that's tough. Like, I, I get that. Like, I totally feel the same way sometimes when we do stuff, and, and it hurts because I'm like, I should be able to do this. Yeah. You know, I had it with, you know, I always have it with um, doing the jumping rope and the double unders. Yeah. And I'm like, I have 25 of these things to do, and I do one, I trip over it 5,000 times, and I can't even get it done. And I'm like, what the <laughs> hell is happening right now? Um, and it's frustrating. And I normally get pretty, sh- like, yeah. I get really mad at myself, right? And so, I think the the thing I am I find most interesting about today's events was, is one, there's been... I can't count on one hand, probably less than three of my fingers, <laughs> that you've ever acted like that <laughs> in our relationship, right? This yes. entire time I've known you. One, awesome. I love it when you blow up sometimes, because <laughs> I think it's really cool to see you actually cut loose, like, let some emotions out. Uh, and two, it's also okay to use that type of energy to flip this around. Yeah. You know? Like you know, I think again, the negative is there. I really hope that you're learning ways to bounce fast back out of that and turn it into a positive, right? And find the way that you're going to like, all right, well, what have I learned today about that situation? So that one, I can keep fighting and and getting my gains and whatever I got to do. But, but two, you know, recognize that sometimes when you're in a negative spot, it's okay for it not to go well, right? That's okay right so I mean did you do you think you learn anything today yet or maybe in time do you think you will or
1: um it's just maybe knowing it's hard to say it's like maybe knowing where my limit is sometimes like I always either go way under or I try and do too much so it's just kind of knowing where the limit is, kind of thing. And I guess I'm just getting to a point where we've been doing CrossFit for a year and other things are great. Some things I'm still terrible at. And I'm slowly doing some workouts at RX, which is amazing,
2: mm-hmm.
1: but I still am doing modified stuff yeah. and I kind of want to. Yeah. Move well, okay. Up.
0: So, okay. So I would say that it'd be, I'd be remiss if I didn't try to build you up a little bit here. Yeah. You, how long did you start CrossFit?
1: It's been a year and a bit now? A year
0: and a bit, right? So yeah. you've been doing it for a year, since, I think we said April. Mm-hmm. So what are we, a year and a half into this? Yes. Right. And so this was like, let's also also remember that from a gossip perspective, you are insanely addicted. I love it. To doing I love it. Right? it. So, okay. like, I love it. So fair, fair everything call. Everything, I watch everything. Yeah, yeah, and... Fair call. So I think the point is is that uh, what I want to make is uh, you could not do RX. Of anything up until maybe six, two, three, months. maybe two or three months ago, you started to clip into a couple RX. Maybe two months yeah. ago, clip into a couple RX things. Yeah. Okay, so let's let's balance the yes, I should be able to with I've also done it. Yeah. Right, and let's ca- let's put a spectrum of thinking here. You've achieved some big RX gains as well, where you've done work at a capacity that's well above what you used to be able to do. Yeah. Um, and It's kind of catching that bug, right? Being able to do it. Right? Yeah. So I think, you know, the takeaway that I always have for you is, you know, let's make sure we're always on the edge of, of where we want to go, but, yeah. it, but not getting too far over it so that we have too much of a negative, but where possible, try, try to break yourself, you know what I yeah. mean? Like, and figure out where that edge is. So I think sometimes you don't know where your lines no, are. No, I don't. Yeah.
1: Because it's harder for me, my strengths and my weaknesses and... Yeah. She's trying to but also in your in
0: your mind right is what i'm saying like where is the edge of your ability right to hold yourself together you know to say it's okay that i might just only get one round and rest for the rest of it and then try it again and not try to force myself through it it's okay right you know kind of trying to figure out who you are with you know that failure component i hate it i'm not going to say that i'm good at it but you know i think sometimes i think what i've started to do as a bit of a a thing is, is i go you know what it's okay if I take you know, two rounds here,
2: yeah,
0: and I've done it at a heavyweight, I'm totally gassed, But whatever, right? And that's okay because I'm stressing my body into a position where I'm not hurting myself, right? Yeah. But I'm stressing my body into that that sort of gain situation where we can get through it. Yeah. So that's an interesting self-talk day. Mm. That, that and was, the sumo salad moment. Uh, well, we don't want to get no, into that. No. Where that was a little bit of a weakness. I think you were just hungry.
2: I was hungry. Like, hungry. Talk-
0: Crank. Crank. What, what is it? Hangry. hangry. You were hangry. Ow. Yeah, a little bit hangry. When I get hangry. Shocking all going. this food around JB Hi Fi, getting all peeved about it. <laughs> Anyways, so double hangry.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, cool. So that's self talk, right? Mm-hmm. And it's an interesting one. So the crux of this whole thing is about self talks. But my whole theory is is that, you know, uh, and, and I guess the experience we just had about talking those things out, right? If I, had, let's say, for instance, as your partner, you threw the water bottle and left it you know, and then I didn't engage with you and I ignored it and I just let it happen. I let you stew in it. And we never really talked about what that was about that could fester, right? You could continue yes. down a downward cycle of, hey, uh, you know, I'm not good enough. You know, I couldn't do three kilos, which, you know, feels like shit. and then you're like, oh, well, the next time I go and do it, and you may fail again. And then you'll keep going down. Yeah. So because we don't get that out on the table, right. And have a conversation about it. You can't hide from it anymore. No, I know. Right. And it's okay. And we make it okay to have the failure or make it okay to celebrate a win, right? And other words, it's positive self-talk yeah. and all that sort of stuff when you win, um, you know, so that we can keep moving forward. Because the theory I have is that if, if you left those things in your head and continue to progress, you'd go downhill quickly. And yes. you may walk away from the things that you want to do the most yeah. because you don't feel like you're good enough to do them, right? And now that it's out on the table, we can continue with this insane <laughs> addiction to CrossFit that we both have uh, but also something that has um, shaped your confidence yes. really as well giving yeah. you a lot more confidence as a it person definitely too. Has. so um, some other concepts that I have in here mm-hmm. are a, a, a wound around. I sound like the dude from Big Bang Theory around. oh my gosh um, are, are around mindfulness do you know what mindfulness is?
1: is it like when you be mindful of you okay, can't just other say the peoples?
0: word as a definition. That's not fair. And I'll call everybody out <laughs> for just using the word back at me. Create some form of a, a what is it well, to you. It's okay. There's no right or wrong. It doesn't really matter. And we'll go through it and yeah, walk it out.
1: For me, I don't know. It's like being thoughtful, I guess, around mm-hmm. how people are acting and sure, yeah. how you're acting with other people. Yeah. And, you know, I guess I do a lot with this with customer service and makeup
2: mm-hmm. and
1: hair like you have to feel the vibe of how these people are feeling and then change your not your personality not your personality that's not the right word Haley. how your
2: presenting yourself yes presenting myself sure
1: um so then they either you calm them down or you you know you get involved with them and everything like Mm. that kind of thing so Mm. that's what i feel like mindful is i think
0: that's certainly a lot of it yeah yeah Yeah. and definitely and that's a very specific way of using mindfulness to be engaging that that branches a little bit over into having emotional intelligence as well which we'll talk about too Mm. because those those things that you're doing are part of your emotional intelligence Mindfulness also branches into really just being more aware of the, uh, the organic nature of everything around you.
2: Okay.
0: Unjudgmental, like not even actually engaging in it, but just being super aware of it. Yeah. Right. So like if we were to sit silent in the house, right, and just listen to the noises by being mindful and listening to the noises. You know, what would we hear? How would we break it up? What would we you know, go through it? So just even this podcast, I can hear birds going. I can hear my fish tank rumbling. You know, I can hear the boys playing video games. There's all these things that I'm aware of. Right. Um, and I'm not sitting here in the dryer going and all these things. Right. <laughs> so like, you know, I'm not I'm aware of them and I know that they exist. Um, and in a sort of mindful way, you know, you can leverage those sort of skills in your toolbox to kind of go out, right, well, you know, let's say, for instance, I need to break free from my mind or break free from myself for a second, I might use a mindful uh, approach of like kind of, you know what, rather than burying myself in a phone for, you know, to getting that break of myself, perhaps I'll just stare out the window and really be more aware of the world around me as it's, it's, it's passing by on a regular basis, be more aware of the colors and the spectrums that I'm seeing and engage in the things that we take for granted on a regular basis, right? But of course, this all then transcends into humans and all the different bits and pieces. Yep. But I think the point is, is that like, Mindfulness isn't any specific thing, it's many things, but it's more around unjudgmental awareness of the things around you, right? Yeah. I will sit in a car and be very aware of the people around me, but I will hate the (laughs) shit out of them, right? That's not (laughs) mindfulness, (laughs) right? That's not it. I'm very aware of all the stupidity that's happening, but I'm super judgy. And that's crap, right? Like that's not helping me at all get through that moment. And that's sort of the differentiation. Sometimes, you know, you should flip the other way and be a, a bit more aware of the things. Um, but again, for those who didn't listen to the first one um, where I defined some of this stuff, uh, mindfulness is the concept of being fully aware and present in the moment, but without any value judgments or w- worrying about it um, and, you know, and, and really be one of those things where it's hard to kind of grasp the concept of what you're being mindful about. But generally speaking, you'll know when you've done it because you're like, whoa, that was really crazy that I noticed all those sorts of things without I was a... Kind of that was, you know, that I realized that I walked out of a bus the other day and I looked into a parking lot and all I saw was blue cars and it just kind of blew me away because it was like a spectrum of blue that just shot into my my vision. And I was like, look at all this blue like this is nuts. I've never seen so much blue in one spot. And I had to externalize that because for me that was overwhelming. Right. You know, it was like, wow, this is nuts. And then there was like purple cars on the fringes. And I was like, this is just one of the most craziest visual experiences I've had in a while of just purest color happening in my face. You know, it's just an interesting concept.
1: When were you on a bus?
0: I was on the bus down to Canberra.
1: Ah, that bus. Yesterday.
0: (laughs) That's great. You forgot about yesterday already. Um, all right, cool. So that's sort of mindfulness. Um, do you like? I think you kind of talked about a bit of that mindfulness. Yes. What about self awareness, which is a little bit more? I think of what you talked
1: yeah, about. Yeah, maybe that's more.
0: But 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 let's caveat that with a little bit. Do you know you and the impact of what you do on the world around you?
1: Well, I am hoping. What I would like to present to the world, uh, there of myself, very long-winded. <laughs> yes, it is. Is um, to always make, you know, every situation or any in- to reaction interact-
0: interaction interaction yeah.
1: that I get um, to always be either positive or like make that person feel, you know, a little bit better in their day or mm. you know me, I'm a fairy duster. I need to fairy everything to make everything happy mm. and I think that's just who I am. So I always want people around me to be happy and everything else. I think that's, but I don't know. I Maybe
0: mean, I think you use that as a tool yes, uh, to make things more manageable. Right, But I think the self-awareness side is more around are you aware of what fairy dust can or can't do to a situation? And that's kind of what I'm talking about. So do you know when you sprinkle it if it's going to work or are you actively just going, oh, I'm just going to smother this shit in fairy dust and hope for the best?
1: No, I feel like I guess it depends on the situation. If I feel like someone doesn't want that or doesn't need it, then I'll just sit there and listen if mm. they need you know the fairy dust the hugs the poking you're right he, hey, yeah. me
0: so that's self-awareness yeah right and that's the idea so you are aware of the impact of the things that yes. you're going to do and you, you think and you're tactful about it um you know one of the interesting ones between you and I again mm. because this is, this is easy because you're my wife and blah <laughs> blah blah, is that I'm very aware of when i mean to you right like when so. that happens and we have an altercation which isn't very often I <laughs> we think don't about, really but, have
1: altercations yeah but, but if yes. they
0: like, say for instance, i'm grumpy or whatever and i have my shit moment yes. and i like have a real pointed stab you know in your direction um, because i'm frustrated or whatever i'm very aware one of not necessarily what i'm doing in real time but almost immediately yeah, know what the impact of what i'm doing is and how much it impacts you yeah
2: um
0: you know and i think that 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 awareness of myself i'm i'm trying to you know i've tried to deal with a lot over my life yeah and trying to be less apt to fall to that fall victim of that but that's more of my weaknesses yeah um but again same with my children right and the same thing when yeah. they're having a moment and they're having their own moment and right. i'll come in and i always noticed um an impact of coming in heavy yeah versus coming, coming in light, light. Um, and then the realization that I will always approach light first in order to get the results, or, or help them get their results and then over they, heavy yeah. because heavy, um, you know, with with that interaction would always push it down versus light, which will always get it to bubble. Yeah, maybe not push it up, but it bubbles. It might yeah. go up down, but it doesn't go as deep down into the negative or the the de, the debilitation of yeah. like ah. And have a altercation, right? I'm all about confrontation. I like it, but I, you know, I think confrontation comes in many forms, and I think you got to pick and choose it. That to me is self-awareness. Yeah, got to pick what you're gonna do. Yeah, how you're gonna do it. And be aware of the impact of it, right? Yeah. Um, you know, similar situations, I guess, as you know, like if, in sport as well. Mm. You know, if I show up and I'm, you know, complacent or light or whatever, um, everybody else is kind of like, oh, right, okay. Uh, but if I show up and I've got high energy, yeah, everybody wants a energy. ride, right? Yeah. Um, below, ne- if I'm negative, everybody's like, "Oh gosh," you know, like you can feel how that impacts people. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's an interesting. I mean, your your fairy dust thing is absolutely <laughs> the thing you do um, with with thing. with self awareness, yes. though, as well. I think you use that as a tool to
1: make people definitely happy.
0: make people happy. Um, have you ever had a moment where you think that the way you acted negatively impacted a situation?
1: No, I don't know, because I feel like.
0: You put fairy dust on that negativity and made it better.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, like I guess sometimes when I feel like it's funny because at work I can't be snappy. Like if people are annoying me. Oh, that's it's... right.
0: You keep coming back and saying, "Am I the bitch in the office?"
1: Oh, well, that's another story. Right, it's right. a different thing. But
0: that's new, by the way. That is
1: new. That's me and my work wife being funny. Um, but basically, I guess for me, I don't know if I've had any negative. From my side, well, I don't know. This is the thing. I feel like when I am negative or snappy or anything like that, and I go and apologize to the person afterwards going, I'm really sorry, I'm just stressed at the moment. They're like, babes, you weren't Yeah, right. You weren't negative. You weren't nothing. You're were yeah. fine. But for me, I feel like I was because I know myself and I know me, my body mm. and stuff, but maybe I don't come across as... as you know, I don't have well, that's a bitch like face. Too. I don't have a bitch face. You know that. Like, I can't pull an angry face. You don't have a
0: mean face. That's you don't know how to make a mean face. I can't do a mean yeah, face. it literally is like a weird smile. <laughs> <laughs> <Creepy>. <laughs> it's weird. I don't know why you can't make a mean face. <laughs> although, I think you've started to, like, you had a bit of a mean face on earlier today. I've seen a couple of them now. You're evolving. You're <laughs> I'm evolving. Face. Yeah, I think when we You're becoming like, it a out,
1: piki, like the Pikachus, yeah, evolving. Yeah,
0: over time. But, um, yeah, I find it, you know. Yeah, I mean I it, I don't know that there's a moment that I can call out where I think that your um necessarily what you're doing has a negative impact. Sometimes and I think it happens to everybody, the what you choose to do will have um, an an unwanted impact, right? Yes, so like um, I know. But I don't think negative. I don't never seen it really No,
1: like I think result. with me it's more maybe Back in the day when I couldn't read people as much, sure, yeah, I was very pushy—not pushy, but I was very like throwing
0: needy, needy. Let's that's say that's what we call it. Needy. You used to wanted be to make very everyone needy. happy,
1: yeah. and I feel like that pissed off a yeah. lot of people. Yeah,
0: I, yeah, definitely. If we think about not necessarily the Haley I first met, but like the Haley that we know from you know six seven eight years ago oh, you cool. wanted everybody just to like you yeah. i mean that, that was the thing like that the was my bare, thing. like brass tacks i just want everybody to like me and i will do anything to, to make that happen and i'll sacrifice who i am as a person to do that which is what really spun me out initially yeah. when we were together It's is like why are you not being who you need to be first so that you can be the happiest version of yourself to then impact these people so that yeah. they just like you for who you are yeah um yeah, that was that was a weird time of kind of like what what is this? Yeah, like, you know, and how are you doing this and why are you doing this? Um, you know, the unfortunate side effect of that is is that you were with me. And so then you had no place to hide after <laughs> <Nope>. that. Yeah, <laughs> see um, and I had to get that all sorted out in my mind as to what was going on. Um, yeah. All right. Well, self-awareness. I mean, that's you know, that's cool. Um, I guess the the next one would be uh, emotional intelligence.
1: Well, I definitely feel like I've got more of an emotional intelligence mm. now than what I used to be. As I said, I couldn't read anyone. I would just feel like this is what they want, you know, all this kind of stuff and kind of push myself on them, and it's not really what they want. Some people yeah. don't like being smothered, Hailey. You need to deal with that situation. Yeah. Um so I think now I have definitely a more you know, I can read it better and I can mm. feel like, and maybe it's got to do with the makeup and all that other stuff, like just feeling the room and feeling how, you know, either someone's tense and or someone's, you know, happy or someone's, you know, mm. just making sure that if they aren't happy to make them happy or get at least, you know, you're not always going to make everyone happy, especially in like my industry with hair and makeup. You're not always going to make everyone happy, but at least get them to that point where they are content. Or, you know, kind of all that stuff. With me, with that kind of stuff, especially with the hair and makeup, I always want to go, you know, I might not be the strongest hair and makeup artist out there, but I want to go out. Mm. And every job I do, I just want to be myself, a sweet, bubbly kind of girl, Mm. so then they feel more calm and relaxed.
0: But what about when, like, what do you reckon you're doing if they are coming at you hard with some... Some like, I don't like heavy, this. yeah, heavy construction. Like, hey, this is not a good situation. Like, compared, let's say, let's say, what would have Haley done five years ago, <laughs> sure. versus what Haley would do now? Like, she what is
1: probably like? would have freaked out and cried five years ago. Right.
0: Yeah. Now and I then, kinda, But, but you can't just exit on the cry. No. Like, where would that have gone? Like, you know. In those I don't situations.
1: know. I probably would have. That's the thing I can't even think of how I would. I mean, have that's acted interesting in
0: itself, right? That you don't remember then. what that was. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I yeah. Okay, and but now, what does Haley do when she's in a tough spot? You know, well, I've been with in
1: shit? a couple, like mm. once or twice. Um, I haven't been. This is the thing. I haven't been in a situation where it's I'm by myself. Right. So I've, it's always with like once or twice with assistants, like assistant job, or with a group of people yeah. kind of job. Um, it's like personally I am like stressing and freaking out inside but always. I always always yeah um when this happens but I want to I think now and because I've done it a couple of times is I will like slow down listen to the clients sit them mm. down relax them just go okay what are we what is the problems you see mm-hmm. what is it you don't like yeah and then we'll do it like it happened like probably like last year sometimes I helped An assistant job and I was doing the sister and she wanted a hairstyle she had for a wedding. Yep. Her wedding. So already knew it's not going to, it wasn't going to work. Right. And the way she wanted it was a little different, but that's fine. Yep. I went and did it and she wasn't happy with it. So I redid it like three, four times. We got Mm. to the point where she liked it.
2: Yeah,
0: sure.
1: I know completely she didn't like it, but Mm. she was flustered. And I think all the emotions of the day were getting to her and stuff so we got her to a point where you know she actually liked it and everything like that and she was more calmer and happier and everything like that so for me it's just maybe working with them even if they're you know you have to do it three or four times just get them to that point where they are actually happy or content i guess in a way as i said you're never always going to make everyone happy so
0: yeah no it's true yeah i think um just spectating your your You know the time i've known you your emotional intelligence has come up insanely right i think that um what i see in you now is someone who um is far more aware of how people are operating and and trying to help them get where you need to go by using all your tools that are like you know your fairy dusting and the positivity that you bring to the table but but then then even circling back onto how people receive that now yeah you know if you had gotten the job at Dyson five years ago, uh, what would that have been? It had to be now because now you are what you are, which is a totally different beast, right? Yeah. And your ability to be amongst that is, you know, you know, it's, it's applaudable. Like, that's really interesting. Um, so the last cover is mindset. Mm-hmm. If you think about mindset, okay. what is what is mindset to you?
1: It's the t- self-talk in your head? No. Well, in a way I guess yes. so.
0: But it's it's what defines how you do the self-talk. Um so mindset uh is really like it's it's the coping mechanism, right? So you can take it's what you it's it's sort of the set of rules or the biases that are in play. So you could have a positive mindset mm-hmm. or something that is negative as well right but it kind of gets cut into two categories right? so you have either a growth mindset yeah or what's called a fixed mindset right? and that's kind of like the generic stuff and again i'm no doctor this is just me but the point being that you know when faced with challenges and and situations do you have something where you lock down and just go no this isn't what i know and i can't do it so therefore i'm fixed in my focal point or do you have a growth mindset which is sweet this is a new challenge and now I'm ready to take these things on because I'm not worried about the what's gonna happen. I'm just gonna move through it because I'm confident enough to deal with it, right? And again, you don't have to be good at yeah. what you do to have a growth mindset. You just have to be adventurous enough to run after it, right? Um, and, and again, that's just how I see it. It's my, my view, but.
1: Um, for me, I feel like I can put a wall up first. Sure. So yeah. I kind of go, no, 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 I can't do this. Yeah. No, I'm not. No, it's not going to work. It's got this, this, and this. This is not going to work.
0: Right, so very fixed in a way.
1: Yeah, and then I'm like, then uh, I sit and think about it a bit more and then I'm like, actually, maybe Yeah. if I do it this way, or really, I talk to you. Usually. Yeah, sure, sure, And other people. And you other people. I do I do talk to a lot of other people. Yeah. And then they slowly start thinking, okay, maybe... Hmm more positive and go okay maybe just give it a go and do this mountain if it doesn't work then it's fine like it's not the end of the world we can do something else or you know all this other stuff so i guess at first yes i will put up a war if it scares me like if it scares me and fears me and then i'm like no 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 i'm fine where i am it's all good yeah and then i'm slowly i think with each maybe job or each more like confident i eh? getting um, experiences
0: just, right like, yeah.
1: yeah and getting a bit more better at it i will still as i said mm-hmm. put the ball up at first like especially with this new ea a pa role like i was at first now i think
0: the modern day way of calling it is ea uh, executive no, assistant yeah it's not personal assistant anymore. yes
1: well is it? well in the dyson world it's pa a pa mm mm-hmm. So with the, the PA role, I was mm. at first going, no, this is not what I wanted to do. And I specifically was like, oh, no. But after talking to my boss about it, I was like, talking to him about it, even going out, like, out of our meeting, I was like, oh, actually, maybe it might be all right yeah with him. like mm. Going into that meeting at first, I was like, if he offers me or if there's anything like that, no. Can't Just, do No, it. not doing it. Mm. But then talking to him more about it was, yeah, okay. Maybe possibly I can do this. Mm.
0: Yeah, so. it's a bit more. I mean, I think you you're you're a bit more growth oriented now yeah. than you used to be. I mean, I definitely think that. But yeah, you do have some fixed views of the world that I find <laughs> crazy. I don't know how you can be a fairy dust sprinkler, but then also have these fixed <laughs> views of like the world. I'm like, what the hell is happening over here? Uh, interesting. Okay, so. Circling back around to self-talk, I mean, I, you know, I'm not looking for confirmation as such, but, you know, it is a thing where that's the crux of it. Right. All those things that are happening in your head. And if you think about like what mindset does to play with that, you know, how I will deal with things and my biases that kind of come up to the top about why I might look at something in a particular way or shut it down very quickly versus having. Um, the ability to be more self-aware of my, you know, of what these things are. Right. And then buttering that up with some emotional intelligence and going, all right, well, I know how my, my emotions play in this situation, you know, and then being able to deal with yourself fundamentally. Um, you know, I guess the the, the, the sort of last question is, is, you know, can you see how these things come together, you know, in your own in your own life? Or is it all just too overwhelming to think about at once?
1: Might be a little too overwhelming. Oh, well, yeah. yeah, for Maybe me, I just kind of... I'm a take-a-step-by-step step kind of person, not look at the whole picture kind of person.
0: Right. right. For me,
1: that's what oh, I feel cool. kind of thing. So, mm. um, yeah.
0: Yeah, no. okay. Now, do you remember any of the survey? Kind of. We'll cut. We'll pick a few of them out. Okay. Let's do a couple of them, Let's right? Let's So, um, when you get a text message... Deal with the dog. You on your bed. Go. Um. So you get a text message and you're walking in public. What do you do? Do you walk and text, or do you pull over, and text and talk on the phone?
1: Well, I pull over. So do I you? never. Well, I never do a phone call when I'm walking, unless I have my headsets in. Right. So I don't like to mm-hmm. walk with it on my head. I will pull over, sometimes I guess if I'm walking to work like down my street yeah, where there's no one and I'm like, no one's there, it's fine, I'll just walk yeah. and do that. But I guess I'm more conscious of the people around yeah. me.
0: Do you ever wait or do you have to immediately respond to things that come in to your No, room?
1: I usually, it depends. Like if I'm walking to work, which yeah. can be 20 minutes and I don't, and there's so many people around, then I'll just wait till I get to work.
0: Right, so situation.
1: Yeah, unless okay. it's something really urgent, and I go, "Oh shit, okay, I need to answer to this."
0: Do you have a different pattern of your phone usage when you're with your friends, or your family, or your coworkers? What do you mean? So, if you're out to dinner with your friends mm-hmm. versus your family mm-hmm. versus your coworkers, do you use your phone in a different way? No, use it the same way across all three groups. Yeah,
1: well, if I'm with people and we're out for dinner, I don't pull my phone out unless it's something.
0: You don't pull your phone out. Well, what about with family? <laughs> Such no. as me, you never pull your phone out at dinner?
1: Not at dinner, not really, unless you're on your phone. Oh, is it? It's yeah. me.
0: Oh, so you'll do it if others are doing it? Yeah. Right.
1: But I won't sit there just by myself. Like, are you
0: offended when people pull their phones out? No. No.
1: No, because I know with you.
0: Not me, others.
1: No, because it's always, I feel like I know that they're doing it because okay. it's important. So you not make because. excuses for them.
0: <laughs> nice. Um, all right, I'm going to skip that one. You don't drive. Nope. Cool. Um, do you cry?
1: All the time. You know this. I yeah. cry at yeah. ads. I cry at movies. I cry at movie trailers. I cry at your little notes that you leave me. I cry at everything. Yeah. I'm an emotional person. Very emotional
0: person. And you don't mind crying in front of people. Oh, hell no. Does yeah. It doesn't matter to you. No,
1: nah, I've probably cried in front of so many people. It's something. Yeah, it funny. It doesn't matter anymore. No.
0: Nope. You've just cried it out. Yep. Oh, well, that's interesting. Um, so what about changing your mind? So if you <laughs> have like something that you've always thought, right. Or believed, do you, and then you're presented with new information, do you push against that information to do, like, and potentially change your mind? Or do you stick stubbornly in what you believe and And it doesn't matter what people say. You'll just argue to,
1: no, I feel like I, I if I can change my mind, yeah. Uh, it depends on what it is. If you're talking about movies, movies are no. Movies, if I say no, it's a no. That's like to
0: watch a movie. <laughs> yeah, full stop. <laughs>
1: full stop. If I yeah, don't right. like it, I don't like it.
0: And we're not talking about just any movie or all movies. We're talking no. about only a specific Sick list of in Haley's head. Yeah. That exists. Yep. Where it's an immediate no. Yep. And how do you judge that by the way? Because like I still don't understand no. that ne- that no category for I you. don't
1: know. It's just something it I get a like feeling. It feels like the only thing you've
0: seen is the movie poster.
1: No, yeah. Or the, a little bit of a trailer. Oh, or right, a little I feel bit like trailer. I get the gist of it and I go, No, that's it. I'm it's out. not it's not for me.
0: I'm out. I'm out. Yeah. I'm
1: very particular in huh. what I watch. But how? other stuff, yes. Right. If it's like and You know, I'm always about new information and stuff. Like I will not be stuck on something. Forever. Forever. You don't mind? No.
0: Yeah. What about comfort zone? you stay (laughs) in it or do you get out of it?
1: Well, you're pushing me more to get out of my comfort zone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, It depends on what it is. Do
0: you like being out of your comfort zone?
1: Well, I think learning... I'm learning more about being outside my comfort zone. So, yes, Mm, mm. it's still... Scares the f oh, out of me.
2: Whoops. Heavy language.
1: Sorry. Sorry. To beat that. Um still scares me a lot being outside because I feel yeah. like am it's not like am I worthy, but it's kinda of like oh yeah, am I supposed to be here? Like I don't mm. know if this works, mm. you know, kind of thing.
0: Well that's that imposter syndrome. Yeah. Right. We have yeah. Am I good enough?
2: Am I good enough? Yeah. To Interesting.
0: Be here. So you're still kind of in the safe in the in the in the kiddie pool of comfort zones. You're not not out of you know not don't just live in a safe place no but you're you know kind of getting out past the yes you know getting up to the neck level
1: well every let's say with every new job i've gotten it's pushed me outside even more my comfort zone than what usually
0: true true. cool um so uh one of the questions that i think is interesting is is like so say if you have some some distressing thoughts like the sort of negative side or the Mm -hmm. downward side of the thoughts you know, do you judge yourself as um, good or bad? Are you are you marking yourself as a good or bad person or depending on that, what you think about?
1: It depends on the situation. I don't specifically say you're not a good enough person. I just say you're not good enough to do that or you're yeah. not good enough. Well that's like, kinda of what
0: I'm saying. Yeah. You know, are you saying that, you know? You're judging yourself as good or bad. Like that sort of am I gonna you know, I'm good enough to do this or I'm bad yeah, at this. I do. Right, so you're pretty heavy-handed, right? Yeah. Do you ever say you're good enough? Do you lean on the positive, or do you well, always I'm go getting
1: negative? better at pushing myself, going just go in there and rock it, just be sure. confident, you know, mm. all that stuff. Even if you're, even if I'm scared mm. about going into it,
2: because
1: mm. I don't know. I guess it's always. I think more now. It's always more with my hair and makeup. Sure. Because I don't know what the situation I'm going into. Mm. That sounds bad. But, no, no, but usually it's, it's always, always a little blind until yes, you start, right? Until I start mm. and how everything feels and everyone feeling and everything like that. So I always kind of get nervous before going into it. And then I always, I guess, if I, like recently, today I doubted myself. Mm. I was doubting myself because I have a hair job this weekend and about two weekends ago, I just wasn't myself. So I don't think I went into that job as well. well. mindset,
2: right? Yeah, Yeah, my
1: mindset wasn't really as well, Mm. really there kind of thing. And I think, personally, the customer liked her hair. Mm. But then I was getting vibes that maybe she didn't completely love it. And then I was, you know, she never said anything. And then I, you know, self-talked myself into like a negative hole. Because I was like, oh my God, she doesn't like it, blah, blah, blah. I'm terrible, blah, 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 Mm. all this stuff. So yeah, it depends mm. on where I am and what I'm doing, kind of thing. But it yeah. always kind of is closer more to maybe hair and makeup. I think it's always has been because I've always had a
2: mm. you do it in your job, job too. Yeah. I do,
1: but I don't feel like I'm doing it as much. No, as no I used definitely to. not as much. Yeah. And I feel like maybe I'm more yeah. confident to go to someone and say, "Hey, I don't know how to do this. A, can you yeah. help me, or can we find someone else to do it?" Yeah, yeah.
0: Getting confident as yeah. help. Um, do you have a per, uh, a specific perception you want others to have of you? I guess so. So you care, I guess what I'm saying is is you care what people think of you? You know, you, you you model something so that people think a specific way about who you are and what you're all about?
1: Well, I used to. Used to? I used to. I definitely wanted everyone to love me. I right. wanted to be that happy little, you know, hmm. bubbly kind of girl, even though sometimes I wasn't. Um But now I feel like maybe because I'm growing into more of a confident woman, believing Mm. in myself a bit more, that I'm kind of like, no, it doesn't matter. Mm. Like, if they like me, they like me. If they don't, they don't. And that was, I think, my big thing. I've always wanted everyone to like me, no matter who they were, Mm. how they treated me. I'm like, I just want you to like me. I don't Mm. care. But now I'm just kind of like, no, I don't care. And this is where this me and my work wife have been saying, we're the bitches of the office.
0: Because you don't care what people think of me. Because
1: I don't care what people think of me.
0: Uh, do you think you 100% don't <laughs> care?
1: No. I'm...
0: You don't think that because you're now concerned that you are the office bitch that you care? <laughs> As a, it's a trap. No, it's it's a always trap, a trap. It's not a trap. You don't care. I don't think. I think you, you have been subject to the secret art of not giving an F about something. Yes. Because maybe of me. Yeah. But I think the point is, is that. I think you still have a fair whack of care of like, you know, you don't want people to not like you. I think that's still very true. Well, I, you, don't, you know, you, you, if someone actually said, oh, I don't like you, you'd probably be a bit upset about that. I think. I guess. Yes. Maybe the way
1: I see it is. We don't have to be friends. We don't have to be that kind of thing but i yeah. guess i still want them to be like oh yeah Haley's nice maybe yeah. that's what it is yeah, yeah, yeah. Haley's nice and all this other stuff sure
0: the perception thing the yeah. perception yeah. perception yeah. that you're nice is good enough and you're okay if
1: we don't have to be friends we don't yeah. have to you yeah, know all that, that stuff push it no.
0: yeah you're not trying to be best friends with everybody in the office <laughs> no. anymore. <laughs> not, any, not anymore <laughs> no <laughs> that's cool um do you use visualization techniques
1: Yes, I'm very big on visualizations. What do you think a visualization (laughs) technique is before
0: you tell me you use it all the time?
1: I think it's more when I'm learning. I'm a visual learner. Is that what you're talking about?
0: Yeah, that's not what I mean You learn visually, though. That's (laughs) that's cool. Um, No, no. What I mean by visualization techniques are things. So if we think about, again, the concept of self-talk and mindfulness and all these different terminologies that we're working with, visualization is a method of which you can look at yourself and see yourself doing things in situations in order to better understand how you might respond to a situation, right? So say for instance, um, in your makeup job, you may go, all right, I don't really know what's gonna happen with this particular thing that I'm concerned about, but I might, instead of going down a negative path, right, before I go down a path of judgment on myself, what I might do is I might visualize all the different things I might do in the scenarios that may come up in that in order to be prepared for the unknown, because you have that unknown component to that type of work. So you might go, all right, well, I want to see myself doing this particular hairstyle and here's all the movements. And you watch yourself do it, uh, whether it be from the first person looking through your own eyes or you might watch yourself in the third person looking, you know, kind of seeing yourself do it. So using your mind to imagine some situations so that if you do get hit with something, you've almost already kind of pre understood what you would do in that situation. You could react clearly and not fumble. Right. Um, so that's what I mean by visualization techniques. And I, those are very specific things. But like you may you know, think about how you might interact in a, say, a conversation for work or perhaps you had a conversation or you somebody's waiting for you to get back to them. You might think of a few ways. You might answer a question. Um, those are also, you know, sort of visualization comes. I
1: guess, like maybe a little bit, but not usually. So it's yeah. more, if I do, it's more with work. Sure. If I need to do a conversation or something like that, then I go in it. But then I visualize the conversation and then go into the conversation and completely say that, different things so
2: Mm.
1: I guess I don't use it often because even with the makeup stuff for me to feel confident I have to do it physically so I will practice on a dolly head or I will you know do my own makeup a couple times before I go into that situation to then I go these are the colors I use this is how the technique I use this is what I'll use on that. Sure. If it doesn't work, I can tweak it like this. Yep. That's yep. how I do it. I have mm. to be physically doing it in my to see it. Mm. I can't do it mm. looking, whatever you say in your mind. You can't see yourself no. doing it. You have no. to actually be tactfully have, yes. really done, done it in real needs, I need to be like mm. doing it with my hands and go, okay, well, mm. this is how this feels. This is how, this, this how it looks. Okay. And then mm. go into the situation on the day and go, this is how I did it. I remember it. Mm. It might not be exactly the same as yep. I did, but I'll work it with whatever hair each mo- each person yep. has. Well, that's, that's, that's neat. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Cool. That's it. That's it.
0: You've done the interview. It was whoop, an whoop. hour and three minutes long.
1: Oh, that is long.
0: It's a long. That, that is, long. is long. So I guess I'll try to figure out how to tighten it up. But, you know, I think that was an interesting format. We'll see how we go with other people doing it. Mm-mm-mm. Thanks for being my first guest.
1: That's all right, hubby.
0: Happy anniversary.
1: Happy anniversary.
0: Um, hopefully we make it another year.
1: You never know. I might <laughs> throw a bottle at you and be crazy. Wow, that's heavy. A bottle? <laughs> what kind
0: of bottle are you going to throw at me? Uh, just, You're threatening my life.
1: It's Just one of the water bottles. A water
0: plastic bottle. Mm. Oh, right. I thought you meant like a bottle of wine. I was like, damn, it's like a, a weapon at that point. I don't know why, why I would thought I that. throw
1: a bottle of wine exactly. at you. Exactly.
0: Why would you throw a bottle of wine at <laughs> I me? Ailey? Throw... I can't believe you said you were going to do that before. <laughs> I didn't. You I did. A
1: water bottle. <laughs> a water bottle. water bottle, bottle. Could I'm hurt too. The uh, way well, you
0: threw that one today, <laughs> it was hectic. All right, cool. Well, thanks. Uh, thanks again.
1: That's right.